Hi, and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. My name's Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and currently a board-certified behavior analyst working at a private center. The whole goal of this podcast is to help you with balance. So you'll have some episodes helping you at work and other episodes helping you outside of work. I hope you guys are excited to dive into today's episode. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. We again have an episode about my schedule, but guys, that's because I love my schedule so much. The changes I have made have significantly improved my mental health, my relationship with my husband, just everything. And so I wanted to do another podcast where I summarize the five things that I've changed. And just a reminder, I'm not trying to get you guys to do any of the things that I do. It's just giving you some ideas of some things that you could change if you have any of the issues that I had before I did any of this. So back in July, I shared that I made a major change in my schedule. I used to stay up as late as like 2 a.m. reading, and I would sleep in until like 9 or 10. I now go to sleep at 9.30 at night in order to get up at 4.20 in the morning. Yes, 4.20 in the morning. Yeah, that that does sound crazy to me. And just a reminder, if you haven't heard that podcast, the only reason I can do that is because my husband is already up for work. So I basically just matched his schedule, but it ended up being the thing I desperately needed. I'm going to link that podcast down in the show notes if you haven't heard it yet. That was trying the routine after about 10 weeks. I've now been on the routine for over 10 months, so I wanted to do another recap. I was curious if I was going to keep it up as I got colder outside and as it stayed darker in the morning, and it turns out, yes, absolutely. It's so ingrained in me that I've been consistent this whole time. So we're going to go over all the changes, not just the time I get up, but all the changes that I made. And again, I don't want you guys to get up at 420. It's crazy, and if your household isn't doing it, it's hard. Even if your household is doing it, it's also hard to be honest. (laughs) But again, it's just to give you some ideas of some things that you might want to try and change if you feel like you need a change. So area one is mornings. So we already covered the time I get up. But I also wanted to share that I discovered throughout this process that I'm a morning person and leaning into that has helped me have better overall days. So every morning when I wake up, the first three things I do is I make my bed, I brush my teeth and wash my face, and I change from pajamas to either workout clothes or like sweatpants and a sweatshirt to walk buster in. No matter what time I get up, I'm going to do those three things. I don't drink coffee in the morning, and like coffee is what wakes my husband up and helps him get ready for the day, but I have found that when I do these three steps, they help prevent me from falling back to sleep. So I think that's really important is to find like a chain of activities that helps you feel alert. Coffee might be part of yours. Coffee might not be part of yours. But find those things and whether you're getting up at 4 a.m., 6 a.m., 8 a.m., whenever you're getting up, just be in that routine so your body goes, oh, okay, we're, we're waking up now. I also have activities that I do every morning. Again, if you're not a morning person, you probably don't want to do activities in the morning, but I am. So I try and journal, I get some movement movement, in, and I walk buster. These are three things I want to get done every day, and I fit them in in the morning way better than in the evening. So I have a ton of journals, and I'll link my Amazon storefront if you want to check out my journaling supplies that I work from. For movement, I do workouts or yoga, and then I walk Buster for about 30 minutes every morning. 
and it's just been a really good way to start my mornings and I'm able to fit everything in in a much more efficient manner. I also listen to audiobooks a ton while I walk faster and that's helped increase my reading as well. Area two is nighttime. When I first left teaching, I was working at the center during the day, so I found it really easy just to be on a normal routine. It wasn't until I became a BCBA that I started having a ton of flexibility. When I passed the test in 2021, I started working with school-aged children. I never had to be at the center before 2 p.m., and there was no accountability to when I needed to get up in the morning. And I thought that was fantastic. That's how I ended up staying up so late reading. I was like, ah, oh, I can read all night long. I can wake up whenever I want. Who cares? What's the problem? Well, the problem is I did not feel good doing that. I was staying up way too late. I was often snacking on really sugary or salty foods. or I would get another drink. I would finally get into bed and I was super restless. I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. I couldn't stay asleep. My body did not know to stay asleep. So even though I wasn't going to bed until 3 a.m., I was still waking up at 7 a.m. And I was exhausted for absolutely no reason. I would then lay around the house. I would get a really slow start to the day. I wouldn't be productive. I wouldn't feel good about myself. And I would say, I'm going to do better tonight. But that the problem was I wasn't tired, so I couldn't fall asleep, and I would just repeat the cycle. And it honestly was a cold turkey situation. I went from not getting up early to getting up at 4.30 overnight. I needed it to be that strict. I needed the accountability from my husband. Corey could make sure I got out of bed before he went to work. And when you wake up at 4.30, it's pretty hard to go to bed late because you're tired. I started to go to bed at the same time every night and the same time as him every night. And those were key. Because I was getting up at the same time as him and going to bed at the same time as him, we actually were able to create like a wind down routine that we follow together. So we try and do dinner on the earlier side, usually 5.30 to 6, occasionally push back when I have to work late at the center. But we always have dinner over by 7. We turn the TV and lights off by 8. We have a really quiet house after that. We put our phones away, we make tea, and we read with just the lamps at our bedside. It's like the house itself shuts down for night. It's quiet, it's dark, it's peaceful. My body now knows it's time for bed. I fall bed. I fall asleep quickly when I get into bed, and I stay asleep through the whole night. That is huge, and has led to me feeling so much better overall. But I always say this, you have to be doing that for 8 to 10 weeks for it to stick can't do that for three days and then say, oh, it didn't work because no routine is going to change your life that quickly. So you've got to do it consistently to see those results. But I did it consistently and I'm so glad that I'm on such a better sleep schedule. The third area are my social media rules. I significantly limited the amount of social media I consume and that helped me out a lot as well. I actually set a time limit on my phone to reduce how much time I can spend on TikTok and I just am really good at following that and closing the app. So that's a key. You've got to actually pay attention when it tells you that. But luckily, I am able to focus on that. And I replaced a lot of that social media time with reading. And that's led to me feeling a lot more calm. There's nothing wrong with using social media. I just noticed that sometimes it does affect my mood. And it's not always the best choice for me. Particularly if something major is happening happening in news or like the political atmosphere. And if I'm seeing a lot of TikToks about it, that can really just make me feel blah. And why would I do that when I've got so many fantastic books I could read instead? 
And I will say, I have relaxed my TikTok rules a little bit since I first wrote this script, but it's only because I'm posting on TikTok now. So if you don't know, I have a completely separate brand called Reading Station. I actually create and sell book journal materials over on Etsy. I have a YouTube channel, an Instagram account, and a TikTok all dedicated to reading. Now that I use TikTok in a professional manner, I do use it more, but I'm very aware of how I use the app. If I want to give myself an hour to be on TikTok, I need to be commenting and engaging with other BookTok accounts. If I notice that it's been 10 minutes and I haven't been doing anything to interact with the community I'm trying to become part of, I have to take a break. And don't get me wrong, I definitely still have free time on TikTok. How else would I find the delicious recipes, adorable videos of dogs and TikToks that make me cry? But I always make sure my free time is early in the day and preferably on weekends so it doesn't creep into the evening routine. I just wanted to add that caveat because I do occasionally get on TikTok for long chunks of the day and I wanted to explain the different ways I use it. Area four is my work day. My Teachers Pay Teacher store was originally started as a hobby and I've always wanted to keep it a more relaxed part of my life. Although I work hard to create materials that are helpful and I do produce a lot, I never want it to be as stressful as a traditional job because at the end of the day, it's just something that I enjoy doing. That being said, the relaxed approach I used did not work for me because I thrive in a highly structured environment. That's part of why I liked being a teacher. You go there at the same time every day for the same amount of time every day, and you have certain things you have to get done every day. When I realized that I benefited from that approach and not having it was stressing me out, I decided to restructure my day to have a similar feel. Corey recommended I try Google Calendar, and I ended up loving it. I actually plug a schedule in at the beginning of the week. For example, it'll tell me on Tuesday from 10 to 11.30, I'm going to work on the podcast script. And maybe on Wednesday from 12 to 1.30, I'm working on making a new WH question seasonal game. I would feel so lost when I'd sit down at my desk and I wasn't sure of what to work on. I actually have another podcast that I did all about my plans that I'll link in the show notes. But by giving myself structure, I felt so much more ready to go into every day. I had a mission of what I wanted to get done, and I could measure my own productivity. It's led to me be it's led to me putting out higher quality products, creating that separate reading station brand I mentioned earlier, and just being more happy overall. Highly structured days don't work for everybody, but they work for me, and I'm glad I realized that. And the last area is my hobbies. Another big thing that I just switched was what my weekend looked like. I used to work a ton on the weekends because I didn't know what to do with free time. But I really wanted to be Nicole, not just BCBA Nicole, not just Adaptation Station Nicole, but Nicole, Corey's wife, and Nicole, Buster's mom. Also, Nicole, just herself. I do work at the center a lot of Saturdays, but for the most part, that's the only work I do on the weekend. I spend a lot of time doing things I enjoy. As we know, I love reading, so that's a big one. I also make more time for cooking. We take Buster on hikes. We actually have a pool in the garage in the summer, and we recently added a hot tub for the winter. We do movie nights. We watch comedy shows. I spend so much more time now on myself and my family than I ever did five years ago. Buster seems as happy as he's ever been. Corey and I have a stronger marriage now than on our entire almost 14 years together, and I'm in such a better place. Not everything I said in this podcast is going to be relevant to you, but I just wanted to walk you through it. So if you're feeling like you need a change in your life, you'll have a ton of ideas to pick from. 
Maybe you need a more established morning routine. I've got a podcast linked for that. Maybe you just need some social media rules. Maybe you would really like to find a hobby. Hey, I've also got a podcast for that linked in the show notes. That's the whole goal of this entire podcast. Some of the episodes are meant to help you if you're teaching or working in the center, but a lot of them are meant to help you outside of that setting. I lost myself in my job, but I also found her again, and I want you all to benefit from what I've learned. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to leave me a rating and a review, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you guys found something useful and you can always come visit me on Instagram at Adaptation Station for more content all about work and life. I hope you guys join me for the next episode and have a good one.